0: Thanksgiving to our bitch sesh community. I love you all. If you're thinking about it and you have a couple extra dollars, please donate to our baby to baby second annual fundraising drive in connection with the deep dive podcast. We're so excited. You can find the link to donate in the show notes or in our Instagram bios. And I got to tell you, Danielle and I are chowing down right now. We're eating turkey guys. So we can't talk turkey this week. But God, man, oh man, do we have an episode for you that is a re-release, one of our favorites. It's both an incredible guest and an amazing time in Housewives history. Please enjoy an episode where we had very special guests, the beloved, gorgeous, funny, smart, and talented Michelle Collins. She joined us, wait for it, when we all first heard of Jen Shaw's arrest. It's a very important episode in history, and I wish they taught this in the history books. Thank you. Enjoy. Happy holidays. Ho 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 Danielle.
1: Ho 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 Casey and let's all remind people it's it's an official holiday as well today as Matt McConkey reminded us all this morning. Mm,
0: it is it is and and I'm remiss for not starting with that
1: Danielle as a greeting. Yeah, it's happy and just like that day for those of you who celebrate.
0: Oh, I celebrate. I consider myself one of the followers of this glorious religion.
1: <laughs> oh, I haven't gotten to watch. I was going to try and like stay up last night and see if I could get like a late night showing early morning, but I just couldn't make it. But I had to watch Heather Dubrow almost quit Orange County. I loved every second of it and I'm not going to.
0: We're going to discuss it, but Heather Dubrow, while she may not be cashing a check that she can write off on taxes as actress? Uh-huh. No, 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 no. She can. Yes, she's giving the performance uh, she's, of a lifetime. Yes, thank you, Danielle. That's what I meant.
1: And she's also... Elevating the proceedings in a way that I feel that O.C. had been down in the garbage for a few years now. And okay. I didn't. Re- again, let's get into this. Yeah. Yeah. Of- because
0: I, I, I want to hear your definition of elevating. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. I can't wait. I have I have spent some time with the premiere looks of and just like that. Oh, so what are very involved, Osada Ramirez, very involved with Nicole Ari Parker's look. I love Cynthia Nixon's like, I don't think I've seen that color in nature. Me in a good way. I say that.
1: Can I tell Cynthia Nixon brought it to the premiere in a way, and I'm going to say something. I don't think she brought it to the show. Wow. I mean, that's not her
0: fault, Danielle. There's a costume designer.
1: I understand, but you'd get an opinion, Casey. I know you would never go out there with a look that you did not approve of. You know, Danielle, I might have to
0: bring something to the people while we're discussing and just like that. Okay. And I'm going to ask your opinion. And I've been asking dinner parties, white elephant gatherings. I've been asking friends and I actually haven't asked you this. Okay. So... We have a very good friend who may or may not have already been mentioned in this very brief episode of Bitch Sesh, okay? <laughs> he is having neptuales
1: mm-hmm.
0: coming is. up. Not for yes. a long time, but he's got a lot planned, yes, which I does. respect and appreciate.
1: Me too. I plan along with
0: him. That's right. And you and I will be, you know, we'll be celebrating his anniversary with him for, for years to come. But just like that, Danielle, he has decided that he would like four of his pals, I will not name names. Mm-hmm. To at some point, and I won't say how, why, or what, well, no one can say why, mm-hmm. but to do a little bit, if you will, as the gals from the original Sex in the City. Now, maybe he's going to implement new characters after this, this reboot. I don't know. But Danielle, I'd like to ask you a question. I'm still confused, but sure. Don't worry about it. You know, (laughs) he he loves Sex and the City. Is he want this at the proceedings, at the wedding? At different points. I don't want to say when in the long weekend. You may see me, Casey Wilson, portraying (laughs) a light performance of some sort as one of the gals, one of the characters from the original Sex and the City. And I'd like you to just look at me. Take a second. Okay. And think to yourself. And i like everyone at home to please think. Okay. Would you cast me as a Miranda, as a Charlotte, as a Carrie,
1: or as a Sam? Okay. I want to say two things. First is that I sort of understand it as like, you know, when you go to Disney World or Disneyland and it's called like Streetmosphere, where there are actors acting as- this is very much (laughs) Streetmosphere. This is an avant-garde. So what
0: you're doing is Streetmosphere at the Yeah, like I did this play in college with June Diane- uh-huh. where we were both at one point stripped down to undies and danced to oops I did it again but that's neither <laughs> here nor there but it was like I brought my dad down to like the Lower East side and he's milling about and then guess what Danielle the performance fucking started out in the street people thought they were <laughs> just mis- holding <laughs> tickets waiting to go in but they were a part of a happening okay? yes yes it's yeah. street atmosphere. everywhere you look is street atmosphere. <laughs> so there will be street atmosphere. But I'd like, who do you think I'll be playing in this treatment sphere? Cast by my dear friend.
1: I would have put you as a Samantha first and second, maybe a Charlotte. Okay. Okay.
0: Hurtful. Um, Why so, is that hurtful? I, okay, here's the thing. Because I think we all think of ourselves as a Carrie. And I know yeah. it's not quite fair because there's other gals you're not getting to cast. One of them is June Diane. Two other gals. I, I, I don't want to give it all away, but I thought of myself as a Sam guys
1: I, I said Sam first. You
0: did. A Sam tied with a carry, but a Carrie first really, then a Sam. If I had to like take second pick, you know? Okay. This bitch is going to be putting on an A-frame dress because I am a Charlotte. So get out my fucking headband.
1: <laughs> look, I don't think it's wrong in the look, like looks. That's what everyone keeps telling me, like looks wise, but
0: Okay, there's another two more brunettes doing this with us, but okay. I don't know
1: who everybody else is. You're not giving me context, Casey.
0: Let's just say, Eginus Carey.
1: Eginus Carey. Okay. I
0: accept it all, but then to not be Sam.
1: <laughs> Who's Sam?
0: Kulap Bilisak.
1: Well, that makes sense.
0: I mean, she has a bosom for days that we all want to bury our faces I in, say,
1: and is is our dear Laura Kindred, uh, Miranda. 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 Yeah, you know, so she took her knocks there. Yeah, you know? she took her knocks too, everybody. And she's not complaining. No, she isn't. She wants, She suffers in silence. She really does. This <laughs> one does not. I was like <laughs> screaming. And then
0: basically friends were like, well, you know, typically at a wedding, you kind of do the streetmosphere that's asked of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I will report for Judy, Danielle. I'm going to look yes, great. Yes, you
1: will. Will you be telling everybody that you're a Carrie? Will you Absolutely. come out as a carry? Absolutely.
0: And you know what? I've got my Jewish husband. I am ready, I think. Yes, you, you are. You know, to perform,
1: to serve. Now I know I have not cast, but, I, but cast, but I will be coming out as a character. Mario Cantone. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be coming out as the girl who fell through the window. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love her.
1: Kristen Johnson. Yes!
0: Kristen Johnson is one of the great- New York is over.
1: It's over. <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: literally so perfect for you. Yeah. I, now you're a Mario Cantone fan deep in your soul. Yes,
1: deep in my soul. Even before Six in the City, I've loved that, Mario Cantone as a stand-up, as a personality, as a New York, as a New Yorker. I've just always weird. loved you him. you loved him simply as a New Yorker. As a New Yorker. As a person a, on the street. Yeah, as yes. A, yes. a street as we <laughs> <laughs> I bet he does great,
0: James. Can't oh, you picture can. him like going up to a fruit stand being like, love it, hon? Great.
1: Yeah, just love it. Uh, taxi cab. Get, get here! (laughs) Take me to Broadway!
0: Wait a minute, I'm on
1: Off-Broadway! Yes, I mean, these are the characters that are in our show called New York. That's right, that's right, Danielle. Well, I'm excited for the proceedings. I am. Thank you. I'm really excited. I'm sad I haven't been asked to perform, but I I will send him a headshot and resume his way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Danielle, it's the Christmas season, and I want to make a quick little announcement. Yes. Something big happened two days ago.
1: What? Did you get another treat?
0: How many trees? Well, we work. Okay, I, I am working with three trees. I got a real one downstairs. I got a fake hero tree. I got a fake bedroom tree, and then I just got up my Christmas village. Things are really happening, but don't worry. I have one dreidel on the mantle, small you, one.
1: Your dreidel work is more than mine. I have to say, even though you are less of a Jew than I am, like technically,
0: your 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 dreidel. But that's work- what they say. Those that marry into the faith take it more seriously. Yeah. I do think David was like, I. I he was kind of like, let's either take away the dreidels or add more. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I have these like gingerbread houses from Solvay Bakery. I did oh. not mean to get a smaller Hanukkah one.
1: Oh, it just happened.
0: Unfortunately, the, the Christmas one is so large that my husband is, you know, he's like, I put up with your three trees. <laughs> but either add more or take away because this is a message that's being sent that's wrong. <laughs> and again, yeah. I'm not... Out here thumping for Jesus, Danielle.
1: I'm thumping for Santa Claus. Yes, and I'm happy to build on to your to your, yes. to, your to your dreidel house. I'm Thank happy to have an addition to just you know add on as we do in life as our families and our finances get bigger. We add as they on. allow. That's right.
0: Now, Danielle, speaking of the holidays, okay. I want you guys to hold on to your hats here, okay? <laughs> hold on to your tiny hats because okay. we said we put out a call to you all, to our listeners. We said we would like to raise money for Baby to Baby's Family to Family program yes, in which did. they pick the neediest children in Los Angeles where social workers come and say, here are the kids we've identified that will not have one present under the tree, not one. Get the kids to make a list. You see their profile. They ask for toys. We also get essentials, winter coats, et cetera masks you know hand sanitizer mm-hmm. backpacks but also the toys they want and specific toys not just you know here's whatever
1: yeah something that is on their wish list that they've exactly seen
0: two things it's a beautiful program danielle you and i put out a call we said we'd like to raise money from the bitch community specifically and there is no way to say this but that we came through in spades and more. Yeah.
1: We, and I will say too, like, we were like, oh, you know, if we would like to match, you know, like up to 10,000, like we are going to match, like, hopefully we meet that goal. But if we don't, that's okay. You guys. Wow.
0: Wow. 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 Guys, we raised and very quickly. I might add Danielle, we raised $32,417. Holy smokes. Okay, that is so much. We are providing gifts for over one hundred fifty kids for the holidays, and then I'm so thankful. Thank you, you guys. We are garbage to our core. We belong in the dumpster, every one of us. Okay, a dumpster, and then light it on fire. But just like that, Danielle. But (laughs) we elevated ourselves. We elevated the proceedings. We became dignified, highbrow people. If anything, this gives us like a little treat. We can own. We can be with our garbage because we've Mm -hmm. given to charity
1: guys, these kids are going to be so happy when they wake up and see these presents. And I just want to say thank you guys so much. You always heed the call in ways that i it makes me truly want to cry. You guys are so yes. beautiful and we are so thankful this community in so many ways, but the way that you guys show up and show out and people showed up, didn't they, Casey? They did. Danielle and a certain someone showed up too. Yes, Because I met 20 intrepid listeners
0: at the Target in Culver City now was I late yes (laughs) but that's because I went to the wrong Target but that's just what you're getting with me I was 15 minutes late however Danielle I did feel good because I pulled up with Mariah Carey all around for Christmas blasting through the sunroof and windows dancing
1: that try to make an entrance yeah you got it
0: now no one knew anyone but I knew them all you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like we all had a, a spirit a kinship. There was talk of Salt Lake right off the bat. We were all reeling from news about did Meredith and Jen Shaw both fuck Harry Dubin? Like things were happening immediately with this group. Now we're outside, we're in masks, you know, we're giving out all the profiles of the kids. It was kind of like shopper sweet sticks. It's like, okay, we're going to go hit that target. Then we're going to go back to baby and baby and rap, listen to carols. Everyone's fired up. You know, we're ready. Yeah. Now someone kind of comes a little late, later than me.
1: Later than you really wanted to make an entrance.
0: Wanted to make an entrance. Had a snafu with Starbucks, and I feel her coming in over my shoulder, very wearing Christmas sweater. I believe it said "fuck Christmas," (laughs) but with a spirit of Christmas, you know, coming in very fun, very blowsy, very sweet. She's over my shoulder. I shop with her for about an hour. Lovely person. Yeah. We're checking out, and another listener grabs another intrepid intrepid listener, a, a reporter on the ground. Grabs me by the shoulders and looks me in the eyes and shakes me and goes, You know, you've been talking to Mercedes
1: from Shaws of Sunset, right? MJ
0: Maers was with us the
1: entire time, Danielle, and
0: we didn't even know it.
1: Casey, how did she find out? How did she did you get to the bottom of like how she knew? How, how, she, like just like Santa showing up down a chute and surprising yeah. us with the gift of her presence. Danielle, it was like we couldn't really get to
0: that. It was kind of hard.
1: Maybe it doesn't matter. Why am I asking questions that don't necessarily need an answer? That's
0: the thing. It's like, right, exactly. Like, we don't know DeSanta, you know, we can't be bothered with certain details, you know, yeah. like when I tell my like, daughter,
1: yeah, how yeah. does he get through the chimney? I'm like, these are not the details. You're asking the wrong questions. When they're like, your dad, Papa doesn't have a chimney. How does he get here? You know what? Can't, can't go there. Yeah. She
0: was there. And, you know, we took the first 20 people that emailed. So this was all completely random. And. Again, I wasn't quite sure if she came via a listener of the podcast or not, Mm -hmm. but maybe because she was there and so generous when we broke for lunch so that the rest of us could talk garbage in Salt Lake, Uh she was still rapping, Danielle, because she said she's a perfectionist and she had to keep rapping. Wow. Wow, she was a delight. Did
1: she give us any Shaw's updates? Any Again,
0: I know you're wanting things. We tre- we treated her with absolute respect and love as the queen of Shaw's. She really made me laugh though. She was like, "Before I had kids, I just would like buy stuff for myself. I was very selfish. I was like, I'm right there with you 100%." And then she's like, the second I had kids, I was like, what truly can I do for kids in every capacity? And I really appreciated her. And she can really wrap a gift. Let's just say that. Wow. Beautiful.
1: Oh, thank you, Mercedes. Thank you, MJ. And thank you to
0: everyone else that donated your time. It was so fantastic meeting you all. That was so fun. It was really fun.
1: And if you want to see some pictures from the day, go to both Casey and I's Instagram. You can see all the beautiful faces, though, masked up and beautiful. Well, of course I had to
0: have Maris take her
1: yeah, oh, of God. course, let's not, we can't hide. I mean, guys. That, that light under a bushel, nothing to you. <laughs> Danielle, anything else
0: you need to catch us up on before we take a break and bring out our very special, maybe other than like a- alongside a couple special guests, I think this woman knows the most about housewives yeah, more than she us. Is
1: truly, truly an expert. I just want to say one thing. My daughter had her holiday show last week oh boy <laughs> and um it was really cute the kids you know it's like they're sort of getting back to normalcy everyone was masked and we did it outside but it was still very cute and they sang of course like six christmas songs and then one hanukkah song i had never heard of and then it went into habanagila somehow and you know it <laughs> was- <laughs> did you lift sit on a chair no, no, I was far away. But speaking of lifting sit on a chair, you know, in the holiday spirit, I stood sort of to the side of the audience because we got there a little late. So not late, but like just before the show was about to start. So we didn't get a seat, okay. but I didn't need one. Yeah. So to the side of the audience and I was bopping along, nice. dancing to the music, you know, just showing her that like, Your spirit. I'm, here, I'm I'm, I have spirit. I am, you know, just side to side, shaken, you know, just having a grand old time in the and dancing along to Havana Gila and all the rest of the Christmas songs I, had, I hadn't heard but one. And one was like, uh, you know, like a, a tropical Christmas. Like, I was like, what is this song? Matt literally asked, like, did the teacher make this up? And she was like, no. No, she's she like, you no know,
0: tropical Christmas. <laughs> I like it, whatever I'm hearing. Look, we always wild. need new ones. Let's be honest.
1: Yes, like, of course. I don't know that these are going to be top 40 hits. But, but these... I'll take it. Yeah. And the only one I had heard was, like here we go, lake. We'll that's that one so I knew. That's the, I, yeah, yeah, that, that, was that was the most known one. Yes, kizzy. No, like we wish you a merry. Okay, Christmas.
0: these were deeper cuts. No, like Bali, Navidad. Okay, no, these were B sides, maybe C sides. <laughs> okay, okay,
1: none, none. Okay, C sides, and even. And even the Hanukkah song, like I said, it was like I have well, Danielle like, with so-
0: love. I mean, there's one Hanukkah song.
1: But I know, I know, but they didn't sing that one. Let's make it out of clay and
0: do it. Yeah, it oh, was
1: another song, and then into like sort of a yes, but it would though. This one was like, a, and then into Havdalah, which was okay, great, blah blah blah. So I go and I'm dancing along, and then we. You know, give our, we hug our daughter afterwards. You did great. You were amazing. Did you have so much fun? And my daughter looks at me and she says, I liked every part, but I didn't like you dancing, mama. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I I was just bopping along to the music. And she goes, this was about us, not about you. <laughs> Slam. Okay.
0: <laughs> So here's the thing, Danielle, I I saw Danielle just do the dance she was doing while she was talking. And then to use the word bopping along, I can't help but side with Sydney because (laughs) I was going to say, but then I'm like, no, Danielle, you've been through enough with you, you like we can't, I can't hit you (laughs) at all. But it did feel very much like a mom dance. And I say that as a mom, you know? Yeah. look I I I didn't feel it was like what necessarily I would want my mom to be doing at a holiday party especially standing you know if it had been from your seat now that is one thing
1: if it had been a chair dance it would have been okay but it was well then she says Casey then she says Mm -hmm. words I've never heard it gets worse she says to me I said Sydney I wasn't Trying to, I don't think anyone was looking at I said I wasn't trying to get attention. Yeah. I don't think anyone was looking at me. And she goes, Mommy, it was so bad they didn't want to, but they couldn't look away. <laughs> oh my God. Danielle. You
0: know, it's like I told you I want a daughter, but I don't know if I can handle it. Her brutal honesty. And she's so sweet, but she hits you hard. Because she's a doll to me.
1: me. She, oh, no. And and know that she is so sweet and loving. Oh,
0: uh, that's what I mean. But she cuts me to the quick. Good. (laughs) Now, Danielle, can we share your greatest response, single greatest response to a slam from a daughter I have ever heard in my (laughs) life? What Sydney tried to say to you, to your face.
1: Now, look. And this is not necessarily how I feel, but I just.
0: Well, you've I, also never met anyone in no. the community, and everyone's been masked.
1: Everyone's masked. So but no you were bet. pushed
0: to the point where, like, Emily was pushed last night, where she's suddenly
1: calling someone trash. You were pushed. Sydney said, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that I've not met a mom at this school. Okay, but like... I have howled
0: about this by myself.
1: <laughs> and so Sydney goes, Mommy, I have to tell you, sometimes I'm embarrassed because all my friends' mommies are just turning 40 and you're older than that. Now that was tough oh. to take. <laughs> oh my God. That
0: was tough. And That's- that kind of set something off inside you.
1: And that said something.
0: Because most moms might at that juncture, kind of like say age is a concept, you know, we don't talk about whatever, you, you know, you might kind of admonish
1: the child. No, I didn't. I said, no. look, that might be true, but I've seen the moms at your school, and I look better than all of them. <laughs> and that is not true. No, that that is not. But Danielle, what
0: did she? How did she receive that? And I love that you're like, I don't care if she goes in and tells everyone. That no,
1: I just you I had said, to. I had come to stand up her. for myself at that moment, and not for That's age. Right. And I, it look, it's not a great look on me. I didn't say that this.
0: But you don't drive to Beverly Hills and get your secret laser for nothing. I don't. You look fucking great.
1: I don't botox this forehead for nothing. I don't and get She needs high to recognize. Li- she needs to recognize the work that is put in.
0: You might be bopping, but you look good while Thank doing it. You don't look you. cool, but you look pretty. I look
1: great. Guys, yeah. I look great and I yeah. work to look great. Mm-hmm. I'm on that treadmill. We all see the treadmill, bo- that treadmill in the background behind me for a fucking with that big reason. Amazon box on top. <laughs> <laughs> That treadmill is behind me for a reason. That's right. I keep it tight and right. And I'm you working do. on the face, even though no one can see it. But let me, well, I can't see it, Danielle, because I was going to ask, could you lower
0: the screen? <laughs> because I'm just seeing your glasses down. I can't even see your eyes Look, The framing.
1: I want everybody to know I work hard at the yep. face. Give a look
0: to our new bitch sesh cover art. Look no further.
1: Exactly. Don't look,
0: unfortunately, at the
1: cartoons. No, but no, no, no. And I have been taken down enough that I needed to elevate myself.
0: That's right. And Danielle, during our live shows, honestly, the bulk of the comments, you know, because everyone on the comment wall writes like, wh- "What, what is your arm routine? Because mm-hmm. your arms look so good. Thank
1: you. So look, is no one else standing up for my looks, including my daughter? No. I needed I to am. do it, but thank you, Casey. I needed to do it. You're hot. Style. Thank you, and I needed to let my daughter know. That's right. By putting
0: down by other putting down women.
1: other women, it's not enough for me to rise; everyone else must fall. No, <laughs> At you were moment. rising tides on that one. So again, not my best look, but I looked good. <laughs>
0: <Not> wow, Danielle, <laughs> that it, it, it's a beautiful moment as you always have a parenting. Yeah. <laughs>
1: look Sid is
0: savage she's like Nicki Minaj in the reunion uh,
1: she she takes me down I did say you know it makes me laugh that's the problem with being on some level a comedian is because I know I should take her down and say Sydney, that's not a nice thing to say you can't say these things but it makes me laugh so hard
0: because look this podcast we have to turn it over to someone you know what yes. I mean when we're done we're gonna pass it down like a family business yeah
1: and I hope she gets it and uses oh, she her will, savagery Danielle. like well look We're in Max, we're in Bear. Who do we think is going to take the
0: realm? Obviously, Sydney's leading our charge because my son is too sensitive to, like, my son, when he hears a song, he now throws his arms up and goes, (laughs) "why" And wails in the corner at, like, Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley, which I've probably told you.
1: you, No, you haven't.
0: Oh, my gosh, Danielle! If he hears a sad song, he throws himself on the ground weeping.
1: Oh
0: my god Casey that's has been an empath to really? a degree though that my husband and I are like <laughs> <laughs> Casey, it's a lot to witness
1: so deeply very deeply Danielle wow that's beautiful
0: he's, he's getting upset with his little brother now because you know bear can be a lot he's like a wild man mm-hmm. and last night you know bear was getting hugs by David and I mm-hmm. Max got under the bed and goes four is garbage three is good Meaning, like the family of four, like three was good when it was just <laughs> four is garbage, three is good.
1: <laughs> oh, Danielle. Oh, wow. These children, they are taking us for a spin.
0: They're taking us on a ride.
1: I would like to say to the one mother I have met at the school who. Is a bitch, says fan. I find you very attractive.
0: <laughs> oh, Danielle, it's not about those gorgeous gals. <laughs>
1: no,
0: this was about putting your fucking daughter in her place.
1: Yes, and knowing to appreciate what what I work on, what it goes into, and
0: what you give her to lay her eyes upon
1: every day.
0: Every day she gets this. Yeah, this face. Yeah. Let's take a break yes. and really just uh, soak <laughs> in the, the beautiful holiday spirit that you've offered up. And and honestly, happy Hanukkah to Sydney. And...
1: and Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. We still yes. have another episode next week before the break. So we're.
0: But as you know, I'm steeped in the holiday. You I can't really get out of it. Are.
1: And I would love for you to see my tree, Casey, because I thought of you and Koo every second yeah. I was picking out the tree. Like you were really. You thought it. of
0: Charlotte and Samantha.
1: Charlotte and Samantha every minute of it. <gasps> every minute i was picking up.
0: thank you for thinking of me danielle and we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with a
1: gal whose hair is unrivaled and her face her yeah, face luscious her skin locks. luscious skin, locks. face brows all of it no sid sid could never insult this gal no, she she couldn't and wouldn't she would say she's a beauty standard that's
0: right let's take a quick break and collect ourselves really Are you searching for a bit of inspiration, styling your space, or the ideal statement piece to evolve its look? That's all I'm ever doing, Danielle. I'm searching. I know. Looking for inspiration, trying to style a space, and find a statement piece. Lula and Georgia wants to help you curate the home that you've always dreamt of while making home decor shopping easy. Because it ain't easy. The Los Angeles-based e-commerce brand does this by offering elevated essentials, standout styles, and a seamless customer experience. I know this because a dear friend of mine owns the company. I own many of their things, and I couldn't be more excited, couldn't be more excited to speak to you about this. Whether your style is traditional like mine, modern, California casual like Danielle, or a bit more eclectic, Lula in Georgia is here for you with artisan handmade furnishings and accents. It's such a cool company, exclusive design collaboration, collection, styling tips, and more. Plus, you can shop stress-free with their knowledgeable design services team. They have a fantastic customer service team and seamless delivery. What's not to love? Lulu and Georgia knows that your home is an extension of you and a reflection of your style. Visit luluandgeorgia.com and discover how they can help you create your dream home. I'm telling you, you will die. Use code BITCHSESH. For 20% off your first purchase, use code dash bitch- for 20% off your first purchase luluandgeorgia.com. How are
2: you by the way? I haven't seen you in so long. Both of you the new artwork stunning. You look hot. Thank it's you. like
1: beyond God bless, Michelle. Yeah. Thank you. It was a lot of work, but <laughs> we got there. <laughs>
2: no, you really you're both I feel like I don't want to say peaking because that seems like almost insulting in a way, oh, but I feel like it's you're oh, but
1: it is. Yeah. Oh no, I believe me. I have nothing left from here yeah yeah <laughs> so I put it all on the floor
0: nothing all left on the floor <sighs> guys we've already started chatting with her she's a vision and I would normally re-rack and do our opening but she gave Danielle and I such a beautiful compliment oh. that we're gonna need to keep it in yeah um, we really are <laughs> guys not we are joined today out. by a guest we had that everybody loves there's not no one there's not no one there ain't no <laughs> one that doesn't like this guest <laughs> she is a comedian a talk show host, and a winner, excuse me, of a Daytime Emmy Award. No, nominee. Nominee.
2: Daytime Emmy nominee. A winner okay. in our
0: hearts. Oh, my goodness. Hearts. Okay, I have
2: to correct that, but go on. Is that on my wiki? That's exciting. Go on. Sorry.
0: Look, I uh, in my head, I think I changed it because you are a winner.
2: Thanks, babe. Yeah. Let's
0: just go with that. You're a winner of many Daytime Emmy Awards and an Oscar. <laughs> She's the host of her own comedy podcast, Midnight Snack, on Earwolf, which is delightful and serious XM's. The Michelle Collins Show. Please welcome the aforementioned
2: Michelle Collins. Girls, I miss you. And every time I see you, I feel smarter, younger. I'm not going to say more successful, but that's my own shit. But like, you just are the
0: best.
1: (laughs) That's your stuff to work through. (laughs) Now, tell everyone, Michelle, where you're reporting from, because this is the most extravagant guest we've ever i mean wow wow wow, she's
0: always in the far-flung places (laughs) where are you
1: i feel like you
2: always ask me to come on the show when i'm not in the states so i'm in milan italy right now i've been here for a week um how dare you have you been here before you get like jealous or anything have you been
1: No, I have not. I've only been to surrounding to the luxury capital of the world. No, I have not. No, I haven't been to the shopping where there's a fashion week. And uh, isn't Milan in the north? It is in
2: the north. But let me tell you that if you can't afford the luxury fashion, there's no reason to come here. And also, why would you? Here's what I realized. I always thought I liked it. And I've been here a week and I'm ready to call it like I'm probably I was supposed to stay the month. I'm probably going to leave Sunday. And go somewhere else. Where are you going go? Can
0: we get thee to Rome or Florence?
2: That's what I'm saying. I'm going to end in Rome, yeah. I think. Uh, Brian Safi, hopefully, is coming to Rome. So he <gasps> I know. What
0: a meeting of the minds oh, and we're gonna, wow. the I know. This is who should be bumming around together constantly. I know. Uh, I love I wanna him. I want to join you. Come. A
1: tr-
2: I, Please come. I'm not joking. Come to Rome. There's Danielle time. has
0: to stay and take insults from her daughter her stateside. <laughs> Bring the daughter. I love insults.
1: You know, she would love <laughs> She, we, I think I told this on the podcast the other day, but I took her to the Gucci store. She had never been, basically i had never been. And she was walking around there. Like she owned the place mm. throwing on hats. Oh, trying on hats, making me take fi- pictures and saying, and I quote, I could rock this. <laughs> like that is uh, like she would be fine in Milan. I would not fit in. She'd be fine.
2: Yeah, she would be so fine. It's true that the I know we were talking about housewives. I'll say one last thing that having been in London for a long time, my own fashion really like kind of got whatever because women there were like nude pantyhose and square toed flats. And I came here just <laughs> thinking fashion doesn't matter. And I got here and everyone is dressed to die for. And I feel maybe that's why I'm a little bit like mm, harumph. I gotta go because I'm not blending. Okay, we can. Right, because I only the brought them. my square toad. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> All right. Hi. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Hi, Michelle. So you know, here's the thing, guys. We we we're now only have two cities in an ultimate girl trip, but what we got is something, you know, right now, because we're basking in the glow of Salt Lake and Orange County. Episode two. I think we should start with Orange County, actually, just because they did bring us something yesterday. And not only that, guys, you know how much I've hated Gina in the past. Turned around, love her now. You hated? Why did you I've hate Gina? Around. What
2: happened? I always liked her.
0: I just found her annoying, I yeah. think. There was something about her and Emily that I just felt like why and I didn't totally get it, and I'm so on board with her now. I also watched her on Watch What Happens Live last night. She was funny. She was looking amazing in her thigh-high
1: boots. Why is she always, I have a question. Oh boy. Why is she always wearing a necklace? That's kind of a shirt. Yes. You know, like there's never like, there's like a necklace that goes under and above, like even in her like turnaround, she's in some sort of like, almost like beaded shirt over it's a like shirt. It's like the
2: jewelry they sell at the Metropolitan Museum. You know when you go to the Met <laughs> Museum store
1: and everything is like yeah,
2: Art Nouveau pins and then like beaded long shirt necklaces. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. just
1: It's just it's more than the Countess. Countess always has a piece and I appreciate her pieces but this is more of like a armor hmm. or something. Anyway. A question. I don't need an answer, just a question. Raising a question.
0: Guys, Gina did really win my heart last night when she gave Andy a present on Watch What Happens Live, and it was a lock of her old hair. Oh my god! To which he put, <laughs> he put and draped in the fake fireplace. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> and she said it took me four seasons to arrive at this hair, and then Kristen Chenoweth turns to her and goes, "But we can always go up from here." <gasps> <gasps> wow! Heroes. It was a great combo.
1: Now, where are you with OC, Michelle? Because we were out last season. We did not watch last season. Really. I think Kelly Dodd was just a little too. It was before the election. In the
0: political climate, I, I, I couldn't just do couldn't. It.
1: I couldn't handle Ke- uh, one. Kelly Even
0: Bronwyn. Bronwyn was just way too chaotic I for just me. Couldn't.
1: Yeah, my mindset couldn't take me there. You know, and so I'm back. Again.
2: But we're back. I've watched every season since Lori married the rich horse guy, and um, you know all the Vicky seasons. Last season was painful to get through. You were right to miss it. Um, it was just like a headache every week. I watched it, and I've always liked Emily and Gina. I I said that I feel like if I were to be friends with anyone on OC, it would be them. Like, who would I want to go get wine drunk with? Them, for sure.
0: Well, of course. I know that I've always felt that. Yeah. It was just more like housewives. OK, but go on. You were right.
2: No, I agree. And she's not. I know what you're saying. She's not like glamorous in that way. She's kind of like Jersey in a normal way. And we love Jersey, Danielle. We love Jersey. But um, I think that now that they've gotten rid of Kelly, Vicky, Tamara, the only toxic one left is Shannon. And mm. it's the and it's t- I believe this season is Shannon's time to fail. I think we're going to swan song. It, that I think this is Shannon's final season. That is where I'm going with it. It is like Game of Thrones. Red Wedding happened, and now there's one left, and she's going
0: to be cut. Okay, see, I'd like her to stay with us because when she's bringing that, when she's got when she had her hands in her pockets, yes. walking oh, through that that <laughs> wide hall with her long pony. <laughs> I, I was like, I think we need her, but I know you're right in my heart. This is when the tipping point comes. This is when they're going to tip her. Did you
2: see that she's now going by Shannon Storm's Bedore? Have you been to the Bravo website? What is that? No. That was never a thing. All of a sudden, it's like American Gladiator's Bedore. I'm not into it. I feel like she's a very annoying person to me. I Her lips are getting thinner and thinner each season. Like, she's so angry,
1: and it's it's unpleasant. She's so jealous. She's so jealous. That Heather tour. <gasps> Oh, that Heather tour was so, like, talk about a woman on the edge. Oh like, I thought she was going to dive, like, swan dive off the cliff because she, talk about a woman who, like, on some level, lot like, P.S., yeah, she's still, like, a friggin' multimillionaire oh. and, like, lives in, like, a $4 million house. So, it's hard to feel bad for her that, like, but... But just in terms of like talk about like she what she had she used to live like down the street and now she's like lower down the street and you saw it all on her face like she used to have those like heated floors and recycled air or unrecycled air and like it was just <laughs> unrecycled cool or whatever that I don't even know what it is because I I couldn't deign. but it was just I mean that moment was painful to watch and the yet towel, I wrapped it up
2: the towel drawer when she went for that towel drawer I was in mm. on the tour up until. She made Gina touch the towels. I actually felt violated. <laughs> I was like, no, you know what? Don't make her touch the towels. I it, That for me was excess to the point where, you know, I almost as a Jew felt anti-Semitic. I was like, this isn't going to help Jewish people that you have a heated, they're Jews, right? Yeah, Heather <laughs> is. Okay. I'm just saying, so I didn't I think it was good know. for our people. I didn't.
1: Can I say though, her house is so amazing yeah. and also so ugly. Like, so <laughs> I have no jealousy of like, well, as
0: Danielle Heather says, it jealousy breeds contempt. I have, yes, like,
1: I have no contempt for because I'm like, this is a, like walking around in a hotel. Yeah. Like I don't want to live in a Wyndham. You know what I mean? Like I just like it's huge and you know voluminous and just, but it look it's so cold and weird. Why would you want to live in that?
0: But it actually hurt us last night because this is the main thing I have in my notes, which is. Heather's house really fucking hurt us last night because it's so large. We can't follow her and Mm -hmm. Terry. They're off in a fucking a tennis court somewhere discussing that she's getting off the show. So we now don't get to see Heather's rage. We don't get to see her collect herself. We don't see Terry call a lawyer and figure out, to this woman sue her? We don't see all of it and then them concoct and decide to come back like easy breezy cover girl. We don't see it. All we hear is the girls downstairs. That's how big the house is. Like we should hear her upstairs like throwing things. And so it really hurt me. I agree with you. It's just not my kind of house. Yeah, (laughs) Right. We all wish all of these women nothing but the best. (laughs) I will
1: say I will say I am happy to have Heather back and I know that I missed some of last week's and I just kind of left everyone with that thought Mm. and I don't know where you got with that but I do feel like she elevates the proceedings. We were in the dumpster. And I know that we're all in the dumpster, but we were like on the lowest level yeah. of yeah. the dumpster. And I'm liking her before. little like
0: half up, half down pony. That is her signature this year. Yes. yes. I love Heather. I think she's, I do. she's got class. She's alpha. That's a turnaround, Michelle. But I feel like she
2: is like, she's so motivated. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Though? She's so like every muscle. She's got her act. So tight. Even her personality is like tightly woven.
0: And we're going to get into the incident. But even when she showed up to meet with Gina and Emily, who are sitting way too close, they need to spread out a little.
1: It felt like we were sitting around like... We were doing a stage play. Yes, and that we were we there was no fourth wall, and that we that was the, like you know what I mean. Like they weren't. Singing. But when Heather
0: showed up in that curated hot pink Chanel, the way she acts though, I just I don't like this when rich people act like oh this was nothing. I just threw it together. The way she was acting at the party when she goes girls who wants a little nibble as though she put out like you know what I would put out, and and just. The way she was speaking to the staff, I know Mm -hmm. it was nice, but there was something about it all that feels, but then she's so directing everyone's little micro movement. She's like, we're going to sit at that stool. We're going to sit there. And like, oh me, this little $36,000 dinner of sushi. It just, and why didn't she say to the staff, take it all home? Yes, I
1: thought that too. But why did we end the meal? I'm like, you guys seem over it. So why are we ending? Why don't we have everybody eat? I don't understand. Why isn't the crew bellying up? Yes. Yes. And here's the other thing I don't understand. And this might be a production thing. And maybe I'm just getting into the nitty gritty in a way we shouldn't. But they said that they ended the the evening early. But then Gina said she was at a dinner party till midnight. Mm. So did we not? eat and I think
0: we all sat downstairs for five goddamn hours while Terry and Heather put this all together because what I heard is that whatever happened upstairs was so much darker and worse and angrier (gasps) than what happened that one time at dinner you know when Shannon uh, sorry that one time at dinner when Heather stormed out we all recall that this was on another fucking level really and Heather's too smart she knows to take her mic off these are all things I don't like about Heather
1: She's too, pro- she's, she's producing.
2: Well, let me say when you're talking about someone who's like too nice, but like secretly a bitch, that is the, um, there are these like wealthy women who micromanage even their personality to appear. I'm so normal and cool, but really under yes. the surface. And you can tell, cause she is just like a bubbling volcano, you know, under the surface, she's seething angry. Like those eyes were yes. not so jutted, you know, two, three seasons ago, whenever she was, but on. I've
0: got my hands in my pockets. So I'm yes. going to show you with my body yes. language. I'm good. When they turned to each other, both in their hands in their pockets of their black dresses, I screamed. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Shannon was looking like a wayward lost, like a, 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 a thin tree in the Florida. Yes. Wind. She was, ah. when she goes, it really made me laugh when Shannon just simply said, I was a little loose lipped. <laughs>
1: Now, what makes – see, the reason I like Heather on the show, too, is she puts Mm. Shannon on her heels in a way that no one else does. Shannon cannot be the the alpha. Not that she's ever an alpha, but she thinks she is when Heather is around. She puts her on her heels like she cannot – it, she's and terrified. That is good for this show. Yes. She's terrified
2: of exactly. her, like we would all be. I would not want to be on oh, Heather's bad side terrified. of any of those women. She more so than
0: Kelly, No, because she's asserted herself as the alpha to such a degree that you can't go up against her. Exactly. Really, it. I found it chilling when she and Terry came down and oh. knelt before that poor, uh, upsettingly eyebrowed woman. Oh. I thought that's what she was su- suing Terry over was her eyebrows.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> Well, no, I, I I didn't know, were we suing for the whole package? And now that woman, that gal, no. what's her name?
2: Nancy I... Nicole. <laughs> Nancy.
1: I can't believe
0: her name is You're like Barbara. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> Nicole. Nicole, Nicole. I, I, yeah, that, that I love feels that we right. called her That Nancy. feels right. I love, Nicole feels because... right. I, I like her, and I like actually <gasps> the way she handled it. I don't. I thought it was, well, no, I just like the way she handled that. I thought it was actually like... I got the sense she actually wasn't going to bring this up over the whole season. Or was she? Because someone must have told Shannon. And wasn't Nicole?
1: It's unclear. Because she knew, maybe she knew Nicole when she got the breast implants and was talking about it 14 years ago. This is what I can't, or did Shannon Google her? Mm. I just don't know. Or is this a rumor
0: floating about town? But what I saw in Heather's eyes when she heard someone's shooing Terry is like that red etched wall is coming down. Like our entire empire is collapsing. No more sushi. No more
1: sushi. No more sushi for you. Now, Gina.
0: Yeah, it was tough time and place as always. But like what I want to yell is like, thank you, Gina, though. Like, what are we doing here?
1: Well, and I like Gina came back with a great excuse. Wonderful. I mean, wow. Did she save herself in that moment? If
2: you bring trauma, you bring and that was that a known thing that that happened to her with the husband. Cause I didn't, I
1: didn't know about that. I didn't
0: know she was playing ping pong like that at the house with the barbecue in her little flip flops, such a piece of shit. That
2: actually was one of the more to most horrifying stories I've ever heard. The level of humiliation she must've felt going to that house. And everyone knows your husband is like fucking the woman who lives there. And you're just there eating like corn on the cob, not knowing anything. Awful, awful,
0: awful. And I did think we saw that Gina's intention was coming from that place. So it, It worked, you know?
1: I mean, was it the wrong time and place at her sushi party? Of course. But that's a housewife.
0: Okay. Can we talk about Emily's sidebar with Nicole? Oh. Emily's so angry.
2: But you know what? I love her. Let me say this about Emily. And I'm going to speak this. I know for a fact I weigh more than each of you. As the bigger woman in every conversation, like, and I feel like poor Emily, you know, we have so few housewives who are like not size two. Like they're all skinny, skinny. Yeah. And I find her stunningly beautiful. She's, I actually, oh, stunning, stunning, stunning. I actually think one of that, our
1: most beautiful housewives, hands Absolutely. down.
2: And I actually think that she's classic beauty lost weight. Like she, she looks great this season. We can all agree. She has the new hip. She's looking good. When that woman said to her, go get some sushi when she brought the food into it, I don't care how beautiful Emily is because I know as someone who's also not skinny mini like that, that when someone who's five, two and weighs like eight pounds brings food up as to fat shame, it, there's no lower moment. And that's why she got that angry and she got up and left. And I actually really felt, you know, bullied for her, if that makes sense. It really it hurt. Me. I
0: did too. Yeah. I know. And I, I, I agree. And I, I, I'm now regretting saying I liked, uh, Nicole, cause Nancy. I truly forgot about that. That, I what forgot Nancy, about that when she was like go on a diet she it was horrible yeah horrible
1: I didn't realize because to me sushi is and maybe I'm wrong about this a health <laughs> food I treat it as of like I'm gonna go healthy tonight and have sushi <laughs> so when you're insulting someone like I feel like that's like I didn't connect it to an, an eating like it was. I thought it was like Get out of the way because I think of that to me is like, go eat an apple. No, like it <laughs> like was said, I mm, took it out. The
2: implication was go get some food, get out of here and eat. That's what she said. I'm telling oh, you.
1: And because I truly think of, I truly think of sushi as like eating, like tofu <laughs> like I, I get like, like shrimp tempura it's healthy crispy onions it's good for you no, <laughs> I was just like it's yeah. like eating a salad I'm like you're eating like that's how I treat sushi like I'm I, tonight's my health night right I'm eating sushi mm-hmm. well and their conversation was
0: so delightful when she said <laughs> I, when Emily goes I have been your friend since this, this whole night.
1: that made me laugh.
0: <laughs> and the woman goes, I've known you for 20 minutes, so sit. I, I am sitting. Sit. I, I am sitting. I was like, this is good. <laughs> it's just good stuff. But you're right. They both went where, way below the belt. Yeah. I also really, like, was triggered by Emily calling her trash. Really? You know, I, I was. I, I I, you know, I have family members in the deeper south and I felt a bit like it was below I just think that word is completely below the belt but then for her to yell she needs to go on a diet it was
1: it was a lot can we talk about um Noella Noella yes now to go to someone's child to introduce yourself to someone's child say to say hi Max I'm bisexual too was a wild intro you know To do
0: that to a child on camera? To
1: do it to a child on camera was just like, I don't know. It just felt strange for an adult woman to talk about a child's sexuality in general. I don't care what your sexuality is.
2: I agree. I feel like she's the T3 version of Bronwyn. Because she's basically like Bronwyn meets, you know what I mean? Like this like hot robot. And now she's been reprogrammed to like younger, less kids maybe richer husband or whatever it is. Um, But same energy as a Bronwyn (laughs) where it's, and it's amazing that she's proud and everything else. But I agree. The intro was, it's like when you meet someone who talks about sex right away, you know, when you've ever like met, like, you know what I mean? Yes. But
1: also like talking to someone about sex, but then talking to someone's child, I don't care that she's of age. It's still someone's child. She's still a child. How old is Max? I want to see 20 maybe. Oh, Oh, I thought Max was like 15. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe she is. I thought Max, it does. It, I think Max is in high school. I thought she's
0: like eighteen. I, I, I don't sixteen. I don't know. Yeah, we don't. Know I don't clearly. know. But I'm it, like, again, two?
1: to me, she's a child, and <laughs> and she's, and she's on child, camera, and she's on camera. So you don't bring up this child's sexuality on camera in general. Like it's just inappropriate. It felt. But strange.
2: she's really inappropriate, and actually. Yes. When she was even talking about her sex dungeon, which I said on my show looks like the room that Gary Sinise kept Nick Nolte's son in in ransom. Like there was
1: an <laughs> energy in that room. That is such a a deep cut that
2: I
0: appreciate. But it had like the same cheap bed and dark, there was like no lighting in there. And it also felt like I was like is that an exercise ball in the corner? Like are we doing two things? Is this a multi-purpose room too? <laughs> Like at least, at least, really designate a space for that, and and let that be that space. You know, I agree. And it just looked like a cheap dungeon. I'm like, if you're gonna
2: brag about your dungeon, make it like nice. Like, make my eyes pop. Like, wow, that's a yeah. Nice like, dungeon.
0: Let me see, mm-hmm. like Candy Burris style. Exactly. Let's yeah,
1: can, you know, Candy Burris's dungeon is like full set up, top line, <laughs> velvet. velvet line, yeah, top, velvet line, yeah, lot. Um,
2: yep. Her dungeon looked like shit, but even her talking about that. She's like good at blowjobs. It's like, yeah, everyone is like, get in line. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's just a weird thing to brag about. And I felt, I didn't know that she had gotten divorced from her husband. You know, I didn't know that. Did you know that? Am I spoiling something?
0: Yes. What? No, I just heard this. she and James are no longer. Her and
2: sweet
1: James are no longer
2: from uh, someone told me on the show. So I apologize, but this happened in August and watching it now. I actually thought when she said that, I thought, Oh, She's desperate to keep him like something is you don't brag about too. sex like that unless you're like on the verge of some shit going down. And sure enough, divorce, you
0: don't like a sex dungeon is a last ditch
1: effort, I yeah. think. Agree. Unless you're candy, unless you're candy. Because right. I and then like that's candy. just like part yeah. of the proceeding. That's you know, <laughs> she has a whole entire Broadway show about it. Like she's <laughs> now, it's part of her lifestyle.
0: Can I just I want to say something about Dr. Jen. Talk about triggered. Her husband triggers me oh, in a way that too. is so deep. think he's a piece of shit and i think he has such contempt for his wife if i was crying which i have at points in my life to my husband i've been like i just have been working so much i feel like i haven't gotten to spend enough time with the kids this week the move is to comfort and to say they're going to be impressed that you're a working parent you're making money for the family you're a good example you'll get in there next week but it's like very positive and affirming the last thing you need is for a guy to be like yeah i mean look they would want you home you can feel the resentment. Fucking piece of shit! I almost like lunge through the television, and she goes, "Well, I, I'm gonna cry," and then he doesn't offer one thing except his fucking mouth full of Brussels sprouts, and I was like, "You're an ugly piece of shit." Sorry, wow. it really wow. took. It me triggered the wrong
1: me. Way. It triggered me that he takes that chihuahua everywhere. Yes, that is inappropriate.
0: <gasps> and and I said it before: you're not a man. I need to see with your shirt off every second. Actually. No. I disagree. throw that Nike hot pink shirt back on. I actually think
2: that the chest distracts from his face. I think if we were to, Like in a naked attraction style way, race, like you see the body and you're like, holy shit. And then it shows the face. You're like, oh, so I don't mind that he's shirtless, but I'm like, okay, I see why it's off. Okay, exactly. I accept that. However, he is your classic like fuck boy. The fact that they're a husband and wife, she like basically nabbed a fuck boy. I mean, he is, he doesn't work. He's on the beach. They seem like
0: strangers.
2: Yeah, I agree. I was like,
0: oh, this is a first date. It's strange.
1: Yeah, they. I don't like that his resentment is so clear. Mm. You can feel it seething out of him. He's a
2: user. It's like dear John.
1: And he's also guilting her. Yes,
0: it is dear John. And and she's resentful of him too. And I I can already tell that gets no airtime. Of like, well, why Mm. aren't you working too? He's just so full of resentment, but yet you can also tell he likes being home, but he still makes her feel bad about it.
1: But then she has resentment because of his resentment for her. She has resentment towards uh women that don't work outside the house and you can feel that because she's like <laughs> sure. you got to sleep all day how nice for you where it was just like all that's right a bit of a wild
0: statement though for someone to be like
1: i, just I woke didn't get up. out of bed all day yes <laughs> look everybody is Has wearing their, their insecurities yeah. on their shoulders as a i know? Uh, yes and an i do too yes
2: why we're normal
0: it does make <laughs> me laugh though the way dr jen also just she will put it out there like she's like i'm very worried about not seeing them and then she was like uh our son is really good at tennis it seems like from the videos um <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she was
1: like, i like I, I i like dr jen am i, like I wrong her. no but then the husband was like well they edited together.
2: yeah he wasn't good at like, tennis what?
1: but i'm like who's editing a
0: a, a, ten- a child's tennis practice together <laughs> Don't Was know. it a the chihuahua? Business. The chihuahua is like Our a little, little mouse.
2: <laughs> Cute. No, he's um he's a loser. It's scary when I see them together too, because it's like, you know, there's so many men out there who are users like that. And you have to, as, as a working woman, it's hard sometimes to weed it out and to know like, do they love me or are they using me? And when you see them, you're like, oh, he's clearly using her. But they have children together and they actually have like made this their life. And she's a smart doctor, but I don't know if she's seeing it, you know? scares me you guys yes yes
0: i don't know i wonder if she'll see it when she watches all this back a little bit call sweet james a little
2: bit that's sweet
1: james James. (laughs) i've seen those posters now have you oh my god yes i'm always like oh my god sweet james i never by the
2: citadel outlets (laughs) (laughs) driving on the five Mm.
0: exactly driving on the five (laughs) i was a little disappointed that we kind of like snuffed out our incident so quickly too you know, it's like Heather's very quick to want to make everything okay, which is great for Heather, but where does sort of that leave us? Whereas I feel like on another s- at franchise, this would have been teased out mm-hmm. through seven-part reunion. But
1: what that tells me is that we're not going to be juicy-loosing it all season, that we've got more oh, yeah. to work with. Okay,
0: as long as we've got more.
1: Okay. I don't know for sure, but I feel like we've got more okay. to work with. I saw previews for this uh. season, like, I think we have a season and I think Shannon's not going to forget this. Heather's memory is short, but Shannon's is as long as the day. And so Shannon will not forget. But for Shannon to
0: not take one bit of responsibility and be like, sorry, I apologize. Jeez. And being like, (laughs) those girls shouldn't have told you is is the best. (sighs) Uh, Michelle, any final thoughts? Please tell us before we head on to Salt Lake. Um, I'm excited for
2: the season. And honestly, I wasn't until I watched. I just watched the first two this week. And I was kind of putting it off because, you know, when you're nervous, like, is it going to be good? And it's really delivered so far. And I agree. I think it's going to be a great season based on that preview. So I'd love to get an. Oh, I have one last thought. I need Terry to lighten up on the plastic surgery. That's my oh, final thought. Bad. I need him to lighten up. That's my final thought. A lighter touch. A, a lighter later touch.
0: touch. When he breezed in in the leather jacket. Always the leather something jacket. all about, they're so <laughs> practiced and rehearsed when he was like, I've got an early surgery. I'll be upstairs. Yeah.
1: Guys, i <laughs> I stopped wearing leather jackets because no. I felt like I look like Terry Duper. No. I have. Stop. Danielle. You will never catch me in a leather Danielle. jacket. Oh, Danielle, me too.
0: No, no. I wanted to buy a motorcycle jacket the other day. I went mm. to like look for a leather jacket and you know what my eyes fell upon is a navy blue Ooh. version of kind of, Maybe. but it's not leather. But it's the same kind of style. Mm. It gives you the same like a little like more, eh, I don't want to sound like a grandma, but like
1: a little edgier. And I thought, terry's in my head no i can't get it out i will fuse to wear a leather jacket because of terry dubro i'm on to a bomber beautiful <gasps> bomber that kasey gave me or i'm on to like you know, a pea coat, nothing. I cannot. Yeah. Oh my do God. Thing.
0: And they're practiced intimacy where I feel Heather like putting her lotion on at night and being like, when you come into the party, you will kiss me. And it won't yeah. be a little kiss. It'll yeah. look like we greet each other like this every night. Mm. Okay. And Terry's like, okay, okay, got, got it. it. And like almost like, here we go. Yeah. It's just something very fake. And maybe I'm just jealous because I don't like have that PDA with my own husband, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Did it feel fake to you guys or do you feel they have that spark?
1: I don't know. I think they're both on the same page, whether that's a spark. I don't think so, but they're on the same page. Whatever that page. I think
2: Terry likes getting ordered around by her. I think that's his kink Yeah, is like, he doesn't have to be in the control seat. She can tell him everything to do. And he's just like laughing, tightening his eyes, wearing leather. He's over the moon. You know, he's he's having the best time. Tightening his eyes (laughs) up.
0: Oh my gosh. Hmm. Okay, guys, let's take a break and come back with Salt Lake. Unfortunately, you know, uh, and we're we are working women, Danielle. I'm going to have to step off and and try to get a job at an audition. Oh, good. Please send prayers up. Break a leg. Um you're a genius. Michelle Collins, I couldn't be more sad to get off with you, but I also couldn't imagine anyone better to take the wheel here. That's,
2: by the way, what an honor.
0: Jesus, you know, there's Jesus Take the Wheel, it's
2: Michelle Take the Wheel. That's right. And it's even better than Jesus. You're going to be great. And I will just give you one piece of advice. Don't do what I did when I lived in L.A., which is I would go in for auditions and I would end, like I'd be so funny. I would act. And then at the end, I'd go, anyway, don't hire me. And uh, I would no, end I every audition that. as a joke by being like, look, don't hire me. And then my agent was like, you have to stop saying don't hire me. <laughs> and they never did. But they will with you because you're a good actress. And you but know. in
0: a way, it's nice. It's like they took your advice. They yeah. valued what you had to say. Thank
2: you. I agree.
0: I'm not mad at Michelle, it. Michelle, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> oh my, well, uh, I will I will end quickly, sorry, with this, which is that my friend Mari texted about Meredith, It just is a little segue and acting. And she was like, you know how she said in her acting class, they used to tell her, like, y- you've got a dollar to spend on a sentence, but that Meredith is spending like 90 cents on every word. And and I was like, I'm actually taking that for my own acting yes. <laughs> Goodbye, good. everyone. Bye, Case. Bye,
1: Casey. We love you. Bye.
2: Oh my god, Danny, it's just us. Hi. This is it's fun.
1: Just us on the Salt Lake Tip. Ugh. Now Where are you with Salt Lake now? It has been a wild season. I just want to hear general thoughts and then we'll get to where we've landed in Salt Lake.
2: Well, I'm going to open with a brag, which is that nothing has been, I haven't had a bigger highlight of my year than finding out that my show was quoted on ABC's Jen Shaw documentary. Um,
1: What? what, Oh my, because I watched it. Of course. What did they say? At the
2: very beginning, because we had Jen Shaw on the show maybe a year ago. And maybe okay. less than that, actually. And I asked her about Stu. Um, and of course, not knowing that they would quote this and use this thing, I like slur my words like I have to hear it back. And I'm like, is that what I sound? Do I do people hear what I'm saying when I talk? I, I was like, you- I think I said something like, <laughs> like it, you couldn't understand what I said. But the, uh, the essence of it was um, what does Stu do for you? And her answer was he does whatever I ask. He basically does whatever I ask him to do.
1: Wow. And he does. And he does. That so is. she indicted herself on your podcast. Listen, That's going to be used in a court of law, Michelle.
2: I'm just saying, the jurors are going to say, What did that woman say? I mean, they're not going to understand what I asked, but I I'm would a like liar. you to
1: say it live because I want them also to be able to see your gorgeous visage. Oh. You really, like, I don't know if people know how absolutely stunning are you, you actually, are. And I know like, that we shouldn't. Are you not? I mean it. That's you're, so sweet. You're stunning. You're fucking stunning. But I will say that, like, not that it matters who cares about looks but when you got them you flaunt them and you've got I mean you're st- your skin your hair your face your body like you're just okay you
2: why are we not best friends in the same city so you could be my <laughs> wing woman when I go out at night
1: happy to but I will say I would love for you to when you have to uh, you know testify as I'm sure you yeah, will, yeah. Uh, I'd like you to do it in person if possible. Well, I'll wear not them to just use. Listen,
2: I'm going to show up in Marissa Tomei's final dress, purple with the gold things, <laughs> with the hair done. I'm going to just show I up. I would
1: love
2: that. <laughs> um, By the way, how are you? I haven't talked to you in such a long time. Where are you with Salt Lake? How do you feel?
1: Look, it is a season. We keep getting and getting. Like, you think it's just going to be about Jen, but it's about Mary. It's about every, I mean, it's about Meredith. I didn't know the layers that we were going to be surrounding ourselves in. I mean, with Mary gifting oh my all these women, like, what did you make of those gifts? It was so wild. I didn't see. It. And did she come ready to gift those women? Or was she just kind of like, everybody is talking about my business. I'm going to distract them with these things that I brought. Like, where, where was it all coming from? It also made me sad. Because I feel like she's trying to buy people's love and affection. I, I was all mixed up on that. How- where were you feeling?
2: Mary deeply frightens me because she is someone that you can't read. You have no, no. idea what she's going to say next, what her opinion is going to be, who she's going to fight with. She's like, um, you know what I mean? Like a mind. Sweet- I don't even know the reference I want to make, but she's so unpredictable that I'm scared from her and giving them gifts, which, of course, you couldn't help but notice who got the best gift. Like Heather got the five thousand dollar Louis bag, but then one of yeah. them got a hat. And then Whitney got nothing. It felt to me like my space style. Let's rank my friends. I'm going to show you exactly on my speed dial where you land with me. Because, you know, it was a mind fuck is what it was. I wouldn't want to get a $5,000 bag from someone. And I really mean that. It would...
1: Well, I, I always feel like, what do they want from me? Like, it's not like a gift from a friend. When someone just gifts you something out of the blue and it feels strange, it is strange. They want something from you. So it doesn't feel like I got this gift. I'm just going to like, my friend loves me. And she wanted to shower me with this thing because she just, this is the way, like, I just, it did. It felt ominous in the sense that when someone gives you something so expensive out of the blue for weirdly no reason, it felt Like, what does this mean? I'm buying you is what it means. Yeah. And I feel that way in general. Like I would never just take a $5,000 purse from someone who is not a good friend or even a good friend. I'd be like, why are you spending this on me? This is bananas. (laughs) Like it, it would never. So I, but it also made me sad. I don't know why It, it rang of such sadness to me that. Mary doesn't. And again, I don't know these people. I don't know. She could be running a cult maybe. Um, but it made me like, she doesn't know how to make friends. And so she has to give them things. She doesn't trust that she's enough Hmm. to be friends with people. And so I have to buy them with expensive things. And that makes me so very sad. You know, like she hasn't had a normal life. I worry that she didn't have a normal upbringing with like, friends were like, I don't know if it was in the church. And so she was always kept apart from people. I I don't understand. So I worry that it was the way that she was brought up. And so I don't know, but there is, she is so awkward socially.
2: She's someone who I think, and you would agree with me, if we were funny around her, she would blink at us. You know, I don't know if she can understand. She wouldn't get it. it, And I actually believe she would immediately be offended by it even if it had nothing to do with her just I think
1: he, I think she's offended when she wants to be offended. Um
2: I feel like she hears people laughing and has that thing where she thinks it's about her. You know, if she's not well, in she on the has joke. Insecure- yes, yeah, exactly. She's in deep
1: insecurity and maybe she has been laughed at in the past. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I think it comes from a bunch of trauma and not that that's acceptable. We all have our traumas True. and we have to learn to grow and change but I but she is a wild card and she is like So much trauma. And I worry that, yes, she is now inflicting trauma on her, the people in her church, obviously.
2: It's crazy to me. You know, I always wonder with Bravo, like, do they vet these people? And if they do vet them and find out that she's running a cult, are they like, she's in? Is it like a reverse vetting? Like they find out, oh, she's a criminal. Like, we got to get her on. Because think think about it. the
1: minute she was like, I married my grandfather and I lead a (laughs) church that may be a cult. They were like, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Like, they were just like, yes. She that's all the boxes. Like I don't know what the bravo boxes are, but they made up new ones for Mary. They were like Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to check. Yes, yes, yes. They might be Im- I think they might be involved in a criminal, you know, enterprise. Oh. That is a box. Like they these there's new boxes being checked every season. And these are boxes I still definitely being checked. Also,
2: how does she make that much money? Even if she's stealing $300,000 from one guy or whatever it is, the amount of clothing that she has, we're talking millions every year. It's no joke. Craziness. I don't
1: know. I'm like, well, she says she inherited it from her grandmother. Did the grandmother get all the money from the church or was there another industry that the family was involved in? And the money goes way back. I don't know. You know, is it, you know, that sort of like old family money, not church? I don't know where it's so much money that it's I can't believe that you could get all of this from a church, though. You know, there are churches like, you know, Joel Osteen. I was just going to say Joel Osteen. He has mega churches, but he seems to have a bigger following. So that makes sense. But I don't fucking know. I've never been involved in a church or for that a temple that like I just I don't know I don't understand the religion money can
2: so you can... imagine if a rabbi's wife showed up and I mean I'm sure there are plenty of elegant rabbis wives out there but a, if a <laughs> rabbi's wife showed up every week and week out dressed like Mary people would be like what the hell what where is she Christ? getting this money from I mean there would be there would be whispers within the shul I think that's a new oh, lifetime would not, a...
1: we wouldn't stand <laughs> for it we wouldn't stand for it. I'm
2: auditioning for Whispers in the Shul later today and I'm going to tell
1: them (laughs) to hire me. That is the new film I'm making. I will write it. I will write it right now, Michelle. I will have you starring in it. Oh my God. Thank you. Whispers in the Shul, the (laughs) Lifetime, the Lifetime miniseries. Now, you know what made me feel good though? in this episode, I like that people were there serving them breakfast. It makes me very nervous when they wake up in the morning and they have to make breakfast for them. You're hilarious. Like on a trip, (laughs) like it gives me anxiety because it's like somebody has to like get the bacon and the eggs and cook for like, you have to cook for like 10 people. Like that's not a small feat. So like the fact that there were, that Meredith had people there Making them breakfast made me feel comfortable.
2: <laughs> Do you think Meredith That's is a good a cook at all? She's someone. No! She's no way. There's no way. Okay. No good. way. None.
1: So the fact that people were there yes. giving them like that, they woke up to breakfast, but like I could, cause like, I remember when they went on that vacation in Potomac and I realized it's COVID times. And that was a, di- you know, it's like, so we are not having as many people around and I get that, but like I needed like on this vacation for them to be, have breakfast ready and not to find out like who is going to make the eggs and the bacon and who wants what, like I just need a spread and I don't want to talk about it. I
2: agree. Like no, I, you know, it's so funny. You notice these details. Cause I watched the show yeah. like an idiot. Like you're making me realize that I don't watch the show with the level of attention that I need. Cause I was like, that's nice. They have breakfast.
1: <laughs> you know? No, Looks I good. like, because I needed it because in the past when we haven't gotten it. It gives me an anxiety that now I'm going to have to watch them cook for each other. And like, who needs what? Like, I can't. I feel like I know, on New York, <laughs> who
2: was it, Bethany? Or who made once with the donuts, someone showed up with the bagels. There was yes, a whole, remember that? Like, yeah, it was
1: too much. I like, I just want it to be there and I don't want it to be a discussion. Now, what do you think of this new gossip? And I don't know that you've come heard on. this, but I also feel like you must have heard this. You're Michelle Collins. Of oh, course come on, Danielle. This, which is that, that Jen and Meredith were both. Seeing someone in New York, (gasps) and that someone is Harry Dubin.
2: Oh my God, I have a lot to say about this gossip. Okay, what do you now? Listen, first and foremost, in my time in New York, I used to call Harry Dubin Malachomovis. Do you know what that means in Yiddish, Danielle? No,
1: what does that mean? No, as Jewish as I am, some words I don't.
2: Malachomovis is the angel of death, and my mother, when (laughs) I was growing up, (laughs) used to use it in the sense we had a neighbor who was like for sure had sexual harassment allegations against and he didn't matter if if it was pouring rain didn't matter we'd always hear hello like he would pop out of the door the second we were out to like sexually harass my mother and I and uh my mother would go oh my god malachimovus malachimovus because he would always show up at the most (laughs) inopportune times and I swear to you I would be in the upper east side going to I mean okay the regency I've seen him there of course yeah
1: okay well Well, of course you went to his cage I went to his cage If you go to the zoo, you're going to see the lion. (laughs) No, but Danielle, like
2: all over the East side, Midtown, you name it, I'd be walking and I'd feel two spherical eyeballs on me and I would just slightly turn and Malachimovus, baby, he's everywhere and nowhere at once. So do I believe it? Honestly, it sounds crazy, but I think that he has... You know, he's got that thing that I think wealthy women really are turned on by. It's that sort of a really any woman that kind of power thing. I he I don't find him attractive, but I'm also not. You know, I mean, I'm forty. I don't know. Do you think he's hot? I,
1: can I say something? I think he's hot, really? and I don't know if I have a weird wow. thing for like like older men. Like I again, I find Dave Foster hot. Like I, I he is hot. He's hot. D- Dubin's got something about him. And it doesn't mean that if I saw him at the Regency, I wouldn't run the other way. I understand that my, I have bad instincts and I need to walk away from yeah. them. But I do get it about Harry Dubin. I get it.
2: No, but he, as far as do I believe the gossip? Um, I don't know if I believe it. It just seems a little bit too perfect, doesn't it? That they both slept with Harry. Come on. But
1: he does navigate those waters. He's there when you need him and he's there when y- you don't. And so mm. like... When you're feeling lonely, you're having a bad day, maybe the coach isn't calling or Seth is annoying <laughs> Meredith and you're in New York and there's you walk out your door and there's He's there. Uh, there's, he's us. there like poof. Yeah, like why not? Why not? I like, would he love says it. the right things, he does the right things. I don't not believe it. It does seem convenient, but he is convenient. You know what I mean? He's there. He
2: would fuck anything, pretty much. Yeah.
1: I think he would be into both of them. They both have the housewives look. It's just like too much makeup, too much plastic surgery. You know, like sad in their souls. Mm. Like that is the housewives look. They all. I want
2: that for me. I want that.
1: Yeah. I want
2: sadness, plasticness, thinness, all of what they have. Danielle, will I ever yeah. have that? But then I would be irresistible to Harry. <laughs> I think I could have slept with Harry if I wanted to. I think
1: you're already irresistible to Harry. I
2: genuinely am not just saying that. I could have had my shot. I really do believe that. But
1: I believe yes, that. I, I believe
2: I, that. I don't know. It's not for me. He's also, I think he's on the app saying he's 55. Is that his actual age? He looks. No like... way. No fucking way. I agree. He says no he's 55. But I'll tell you that I saw that app photo. And I thought, you know, if I didn't, it's, uh, this is why you know that the apps are bullshit. Because if I didn't know what he looked <laughs> like on camera, and I just saw him on like Tinder or Raya or whatever, I'd be like, Yeah, he's hot. So he does look good in his exactly. picture, but ugh, in exactly. person, he's so sweaty. I don't like him.
1: I know, but there's something about yeah. him. Now, where are you on mm-hmm. Lisa right now? Where are you on Lisa and her like during that episode running right to Mary, being like talking shit about Mary yes. and her and her church? And then immediately she's like, I'm going to bed. And then going downstairs and Almost like she realized she's going to be in trouble with Mary. She's going to be of talking shit. So I'm going to tell her it, but I'm going to blame it on Whitney. I'm going to blame it Mm. on Heather. Like, what did you think of that?
2: I think Lisa at first I was unsure about Lisa and I've come around to realizing that Lisa is essential to the plot mechanics of every episode of the show, isn't she? She has really just um, been killing it this season. With her reactions, her crying, uh, her ratting out of people, her gossiping, I've learned to even not hate her voice anymore. There, I've just,
1: I've just grown to like her as a housewife. Me too. Hello, baby, gorgeous. <laughs> like all of that stuff. All of it. I am. She has grown on me. I can now tell her and Meredith apart, which last season was I know hard to
2: do. It's nice. Now, Meredith has dropped a little for me, though. I would say. Yes. Right. You saw her and watch what happens.
1: No, I didn't. Why? What happened?
2: <gasps> you know, it's an example of, and I'm, and listen, I hope no Ariana fans, Ariana Grande needs to listen up. When you are already looking beautiful from the work that you've gotten done, which both Ariana and Meredith were, and then there's a doctor out there who should be behind bars. They need to get Nancy Nicole in there to sue them, <laughs> who says, you know what? Let's take it one step further. And they do one thing too much and yeah. with Meredith she's gone too far with the filler she's looking yeah. it's not looking natural Ariana she was too stunning
1: before go- well, I don't know Ariana as much but she mm. I do see Meredith has gone too far and I don't know if she was a little wasted but her freaking out about the Mary thing. like I was just like what's happening here you're losing control and then her getting a a, a secret I, I almost said a secret agent I bet meant- <laughs> <laughs> yeah go on I'm into this yeah <laughs> A, a detective, uh, whatever private, <laughs>
2: private investigator,
1: private, no, a secret agent investigator. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was wild to me. Wild. Like it was just, I don't know. She's having like a, 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 a bit of a, a meltdown this season. I feel
2: like if me. you can afford, listen, if I could afford to hire a private investigator to look into people who either I don't trust or whatever, I would do something like that. I don't judge her for that.
1: No, I also want to talk about um, Mary's terrible comment this week about... Oh, yes. ...calling... Yeah, I mean...
2: The Mexican comment.
1: It's really upsetting to watch. It's really upsetting to hear. Um, She's not a good person. And I know sometimes I also feel bad for her because I also think that she was maybe brought up in a cult. You know, so I do have empathy for her. That doesn't excuse... Again, we can have empathy for... Some... We can hold two truths, which is... I don't think she's a good person, but we can also have empathy for a person that's not a good person. But I also, you know, I don't like her. Yeah.
2: You know, I can't stomach her. And when she said it, I was like, it's a good thing that she's already just such a bad person. She's already so hateable that her saying yeah. something that ignorant was like, I mean, I actually was shocked that they aired it, but listen, when we see Ramona also saying horrible shit left and right on New York, um, and frankly, they never hold Ramona accountable really for her actions because she's brought back year after year.
1: Well, they don't, they, no one held Mary accountable. When she said that someone should have said, that's a really terrible thing to say. You know what I mean? Again, I think, you know, we're holding her accountable by showing it and, you know, not, covering it or whatever but it's but she's it's gross. she's
2: so horrible though that i'm like it's like with ramona at that shabbat at the black shabbat yeah, where ramona was yeah. being so rude at the shabbat and yes i was of course like stressed because it was just so disrespectful to watch how she behaved but also i'm like ramona's like genuinely such a horrible person can you expect her to behave any other kind of way like and that's with mary yeah. too it's mary's
1: awful that's it you're you're right about that whole ramona thing because i was like like, people are like, oh, like, you know, as a Jewish person, yeah. I wasn't like, I was like, yeah, she's just Ramona being Ramona. Why would I think she would respect, you know, my culture more than she respects anything that's not her? And she like- doesn't respect anyone. It's it's tough to watch. It's horrible. And I think, you know, we're seeing Mary, her true colors, you know, mm. and not that we haven't seen them and sort of known them. But, yeah, it's it's, she's, you know, she's a highly damaged person, but she also does damage
2: but you know who i do love danielle i who? do love heather and whitney and i Ugh, just feel much like the uh emily and uh gina friendship heather and whitney are the greek chorus for me i feel connected to them i think that they'd be fun to be friends with and i think the other girls are a little jealous at like the fact that they're kind of funny and cool and normal
1: yeah they really are yeah. heather is funny heather love is her. truly funny yeah and she's tr- she's the first housewife we've met in a while that is is like oh she's like me like she is seeing things as i see yes. them like you know we're always trying to touch down with someone on these on all of these shows mean like, okay, that's my way in through this person. And we've been told time and time again, that's not how you're supposed to watch it. You're not supposed to relate to any of them. The minute you start to relate to one of them, you're going to get your heart broken. So just don't relate. Don't <laughs> see yourself in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're just going to, it's just going to break your heart because they're going to do something terrible. I mean, look, if someone looked into my life, I'd break their heart too. You know, none of us oh. are perfect. We're all human. We all have sides of us that aren't beautiful. We're trying every day. We're broken inside, but we're doing our best. So look, if you, if anyone looks too close at me, I'll break your heart too. So oh. I can't say that, um, that anyone needs to be perfect, but it's hard on me. Re-
2: Listen, I was overcharged for a bath bomb at lush yesterday by four euros. And I didn't say anything cause I didn't want to get filmed. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I just paid it. I was like, you know what? here to take it because yeah, I didn't want to have yeah. with the Italian thing to be like I'm sorry that's not the sex bomb bomb that's the you know unicorn <laughs> dust or whatever the fuck it is so I like yeah. to go all the way to Milan to shop at <laughs> Lush
1: that's a girl after my own okay. heart <laughs>
2: Now I feel embarrassed only because there is a big bathtub in this hotel. And I'm like, oh, I want to take a delicious bath. But every time I put a bomb in, I ended up just sitting in a big warm tub of urine. It always looks like urine at the end. And I'm like, this is disgusting. (laughs) Like, why do people use these things? Anyway, um, loving Salt Lake, loving, uh, I mean, listen, OC, I think is is killing it. And what do you think? Can I ask you this before we go? What do you Uh think is going to happen uh, for New York next season? Who do you think is going to get cut? This is a real question I have.
1: I don't know. I do think we don't need Ramona anymore. She has to go. I don't think she is useful to us. I think she's worn out her use and her welcome. And now she's just hard to watch because look, all these women are beautiful and horrible in their own ways, but we have to still want to watch them. They have to be watchable for us. And I think Ramona is no longer there for us. Yeah. Um, and so I think that the ultimate girls trip is her swan song. Personally. I think that that's how we will send her off into the ether. I don't need her on my show anymore. I still need, you know, I think everybody else I still want, and I'd like some new blood as well, but um, I think we can say goodbye to Ramona. That's how I feel.
2: I agree. Ebony, you want back?
1: I liked her. And I thought that she had, you know, I know that there, she was controversial in the sense that was like, you know, like she was always trying to, people thought she had an agenda that she had to, you know, but I felt bad. It was in a position where she felt that she had to, yeah. you know, sort of educate people and teach people. And I didn't mind. It, and I thought it got them talking. I know, you know, other people felt differently. I liked her. I think, you know, again, beautiful to watch, yes. which is important. Agree. Interesting, you know, life. I liked Ebony. I liked the friendship that her and Leah had. I thought that that was like a cute, fun thing. Um, I, 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 I'm all for her being back. Um, I want the Countess back. I want Leah back. Mm, yes. I want Sonia back. And I'd like some new blood.
2: <gasps> I want Sonia gone. I'm done with Sonia. I think really you can't. Really well, this is controversial. like.
1: Controversial. Listen, this
2: is Tales from the Crypt. You can't cut the Siamese twins and then knock Ramona out and bring Sonia back. You know, to me. I'm done with Sonia. I can't watch her get drunk anymore and cry. It's been, it's sad. It actually brings me down. Wow. Um, wow. I like Ebony too. I think she's certainly probably the most intelligent one there. Uh, yes. But I do think she needs to let loose a little bit if they bring her back. And it's not even about the I agenda. Think she will. I need her to just be fun because even I'll mm-hmm. be on and be natural. Cause I felt a little bit like even when she was fun on the season, she was still acting. It was almost like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, it didn't feel yeah, like authentically you. I'm letting go. So I just need her to let okay. go a little bit. That's my note. Otherwise, okay. yes, I'm All with right. you. Thank you for answering my question. I'll
1: take that note. I'll take that note. <laughs> I'll take that
2: note. Thank you. Fearless
1: feedback. Thank you for your notes. I listen. You know, I'm always here. We can all here. get notes. We can all get notes.
2: Consider me the malachomovus of bitch sesh. I'm always here. I'll pop <laughs> up anytime.
1: <laughs> I will say we love you, Michelle. I We're you. so happy you came here. Thank you. I hope you have Oh, one thing I'm watching right now, yes. and I love if, if you're watching it, is I'm really into, um, this is the thing I watch right before bed. It relaxes me. Um, is selling Sunset on Netflix. you scared? No, it's not your show. Can I say
2: I tried to get into it, And it's like, it's almost like Vanderpump in that way where I missed the beginning and now it's so far in that I'm trying to like double Dutch my way in, but I, I have not Mm -hmm. gotten into it. I'm sorry.
1: I find it very relaxing. Really? It's like a warm bath. Use it instead of a bath bomb. I find it (laughs) very just, I know the characters, the stakes are low. I'm just, but I'm still like, there's a lot of drama. Everyone looks pulled and plucked and. Um, and it's the shortest of skirts, the lowest of stakes. Mm, I just am like the how, And it's also houses. You get to see these insane LA houses that are gorgeous and ugly at the same time with like, it's, it's, it's a lot of like wish fulfillment in terms of how, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm finding it very relaxing.
2: I'll say what I watch and I know that I'm going to lose every single listener of yours. What I watch before bed is a British game show called tipping point which is um <laughs> It's genuinely the dumbest game show. It reminds me of the movie Love Actually, where the first time I saw it, I was like, this is the dumbest fucking movie I've ever oh, seen. Oh, wait,
1: is it the one where the per- person falls through the floor? No, no,
2: no, no. That's a different <laughs> one. Tipping point. I was terrified. That's horrible. That would not relax me. Tipping point is, you know, when you go to like an arcade and you put a coin in the machine and it shoots it out and then it pushes other coins, there's like a wall that moves.
1: Yes, and it, yes, yes, yes. It's
2: a game show where people answer trivia questions and then they get a coin and they get to drop it down like this Plinko board and it lands on a thing, but they are so stupid. They're so stupid contestants are like the most chavy, like british like i I can't even explain it makes me laugh it makes me cry the noise it's like tennis like the noise of the coins falling lulls me into sleep i watch it genuinely every night and um i really feel safe that i told you that thank you tipping point well
1: that feels like a show i probably won't be able to watch because it's probably on some like random i'll send you my login it's on itv i will (laughs) but michelle collins you're a treat you're a joy Uh, i love you we have you back so soon thank you um you're hilarious where can everybody find you again i know we talked about your show midnight snack and you're also on sirius
2: i'm on sirius every morning radio andy the michelle collins show and uh at mish call on instagram you can even dm me you can, um, I don't know, just say hi, whatever it is.
1: But you're fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. And thank, thank you, you Danielly. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to say thank you, Casey, because she's not here. RIP. Uh, thank you, Kate. Thank you, Renee. Thank you, Earwolf. Thank you to our amazing listeners who raised all that incredible money for baby to baby We love you guys. We'll see you next week.